Good morning, everyone. I'm Playbook co-author Ryan Lizza. It's Thursday, June 22nd. Here are two big things that will be driving the day. The first, go over to Politico.com and check out Jonathan Martin's latest column. It's one everyone will be talking about today. It's about Barack Obama holding a series of conversations with young up-and-coming House members. That is the big scoop in the piece, but J-Mart takes you behind the scenes of what this means for the Biden-Obama relationship. He gets into a little bit of the history of that very complicated relationship. Check out that piece. The second thing driving the day will be the state dinner for Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi. We want to get into a little bit more detail about what Modi's visit to Washington means for Joe Biden's foreign policy. And to do that, I'm going to bring in national security reporter Alex Ward. Let's start with the big picture. Um, What does the United States and Joe Biden hope to get out of this meeting? And what does Modi hope to get out of this meeting? So Biden at the 30,000 foot level is hoping to get a bulwark against China, right? India is almost as of very shortly ago, the world's most populous country. It is the world's largest democracy. It is a country that is only growing in economic and military strength. And so it is sort of the prize on the geopolitical chessboard. If you are the United States and you're looking to counter China, it's hard to do so without India. So by giving a state visit to Modi, you are looking to not only make sort of economic and military agreements, which they will do, and there will be some, including along the lines of uh, you know engine production, um, ship repair, but really it is about a strengthening of the Washington New Je- New Delhi relationship to the point that in Washington's hopes, uh, India will be more friendly towards the United States than it would be towards China in the long term. If you're Modi, you're looking for America's favor. You had that when Donald Trump was president. You might remember that massive rally in Texas called Howdy Modi, in which Trump, uh, despite his own ego, was the sort of effectively the opener for Modi in his speech. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, here, Modi is looking for uh, a handshake with Biden, a symbol or a sign that the United States will stand behind his leadership, despite the problems that he has at home, mainly economic issues, but also the human rights concerns that his leadership has brought up, including the jailing of journalists, some of them who work for American outlets like Defense News, and also the marginalization, to put it as kindly as I can, of Muslims. And so what Modi is worried about is Biden has made this notion of democracies versus autocracies as the defining fight of this decade and of this century. And if you're Modi, you are not a small D Democrat, despite the fact that you lead the world's largest democracy. So you're hoping that these interests that the United States aims to secure with India will supersede those questions of human rights abuses. Every president, um, at least every recent president, comes in and talks about foreign policy in a, a more from a human rights perspective, a more moralistic perspective, and and tries to deny that they're you know they're hardcore realists. Maybe with the uh, notable exception of Donald Trump, 
Uh, Biden, of course, has made this, a, as you point out, a core of his foreign policy. Uh, I think if you asked Biden, and uh, Holly Tusi is going get, to get mad at me for saying this, but if you asked Biden what the Biden doctrine was, they'd probably say something about, as you, as you just said, autocracies versus democracies. And then, of course, there are always some pretty serious uh, exceptions because the, the, the world is complicated and real politique is, is, is sometimes important. Um, how big a violation of the what we've just defined as the Biden doctrine do you believe this rolling out the red carpet literally for for Modi is showering him with economic agreements and uh, uh, arms uh, agreements? How big a violation do you think this is? Is it up there with 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 the criticism Biden has received in terms of the relationship with Saudi Arabia? Uh, even even worse than that. Um, and, and what do you think it mean? What do you think it tells us? about Biden's foreign policy? So I guess I wouldn't call it a violation because Biden doesn't abide by <laughs> the standard that he set for himself. I mean, look, this so is- So the Biden doctrine's kind of BS anyway. It is. I mean, look, in his earliest days, what he said is he would put foreign policy at the, uh, excuse me, uh, in his earliest days, he said he would put human rights at the center of his foreign policy. Um, now, the way the administration effectively defines that is, oh, well, when we talk to countries, we mention their human rights abuses. OK, great. Uh, but when I, I happened to be on Biden's trip to Saudi Arabia, I was there for the fist bump and I saw Biden really trade a photo op for oil and 5G connections and the possibility to counter Iran. Mm, yeah. So in. In this case, what you're seeing is Biden trading a state dinner for India's favor to counter China yeah. and possibly not be as kind to Russia. So despite all of this stuff of human rights at the center of our foreign policy, I don't doubt that Biden is going to mention the jailing of journalists that work for American outlets, the persecution of Muslims, you know, other human rights abuses that under Modi's leadership, I don't doubt that he's going to bring it up. But if you're in New Delhi, you're going, great, he'll mention it, and then we're going to move on to the real stuff, right? There's no belief uh, anywhere, whether in Washington or New Delhi, that the real politique, the realist issues that the U.S. and India have to deal with, whether it's economic or defense purchases or the manufacturing of, of fighter jet engines, that any of that is going to fall by the wayside because of the human rights concerns. So it's all basically a window, window dressing. Alex, thank you so much for helping us understand uh, this state visit. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And for your schedule today, it all revolves around Modi's visit. At 10 a.m., the Bidens and the Vice President Kamala Harris and the Second Gentleman Doug Emhoff will greet Modi on the South Lawn. After that, Biden and Modi will have their first bilateral meeting. They will then speak and take questions from the press. A little later, at 4 o'clock, Modi heads up to the Hill and both chambers of Congress will hold a joint meeting to receive an address from the Indian Prime Minister. When he's finished there, he heads back to the White House and the Bidens host Modi for that state dinner. That starts at 8.45 p.m. I'm Ryan Lizza. Thanks for listening.